Previously on Algoa FM Breakfast. Nine o'clock this uh, morning and uh, we continue with uh, guests coming into studio this morning. The special guests in studio, we did promise, and we're going to be chatting to the second guest uh, right now, the Leadership Summit, a two-day event featuring the best thought leaders in contemporary issues affecting economy, business, and society. Kicked off yesterday on a very good note, I might add. So uh, on Monday, we chatted to founding member of the summit, Mr. Alfred da Costa, and this morning, we're joined by one of the much-anticipated speakers, Palisa Ndwakai, who is the HR Director for the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. Exchange. Balisa, good morning and thank you for joining us. Good for having me. Beautiful city. Thank you very much. So day one of the summit program saw highly reputed business leaders such as Lincoln Miley and Stephen van Koller presenting salient and relevant topics around leadership such as courageous leadership mm-hmm. and the journey towards anti-corruption. Very relevant, particularly at this stage. Um, I mean, you were appointed to lead the HR agenda for an iconic and crucial institution in in January of this year, um, with what I would imagine comes with uh, trackloads of responsibility and accountability. Um, with the state of the economy being what it is, how do you handle the pressures of such a high-level uh, leadership position? Yeah, no, really, really big question, and and thank you for that. You know, I think for me. My appointment at the JSE was something that I needed to reflect out of what can I do, you know, to add value and give back and contribute towards the national agenda. It's been an incredible journey. The exposure has been, you know, truly humbling. And the respect that, you know, when we do speak, people do pay attention, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really the, the the stuff that makes one, you know, toss and turn at night. Yeah. And so I choose to focus on what are the things that we're really grappling with at a national level. And, you know, transformation is a big one, something that an, any HR person actually in any organization has an ability to influence. You know, we also have um, our bit as corporates and as well as an employer citizen to play in ensuring that we do all we can to support um, the attainment of the you know, National Development Plan to focus on how are we ensuring that we create opportunities for employment you know, in the country. And most importantly for our members, you know, there's a lot of companies that are not listed on the exchange, but for those to say, what are the opportunities for us to really collaborate and ensure that we're doing all we can to contribute towards that? And so that for me is probably the broader national responsibility, to be honest, and where I see an opportunity for me to lean in. Awesome. You mentioned contributing and giving back. I see on your, your CV, you love giving back. And uh, that's uh, certainly high up in your, your gender, passionate about giving back to the community. And you serve on a number of, as director uh, on non-profit organizations as well. So you're well-versed in it. But uh, your, your topic is the importance of digital leadership competencies. competencies. Please just unpack that for us. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's, it's fascinating because when I was preparing, I thought, actually, it needs to be deconstructed because yeah. it's about how does a leader need to show up in a digital era? Because mm. change is ever constant. Mm. Oh, yes. And I think for me, there are certain traits that, you know, will last across different eras and, and you know, times. And some of these things, you know, is, is really about how do we reflect on the responsibility we have to leave society and the country better than what we found it? Mm. And how do we use technology to catapult and make those opportunities? You know, people use 
Facebook, Uber, so loosely. But I think if you really think about what those leaders did, guys, mm. they just created new job opportunities yeah. using technology. Yeah. So the example cited are always about how they don't own the content, but actually they just created an opportunity and a space for people to be connected with meaningful work. And employment of one person is really feeding other five mouths, you know, behind the scenes. And I think for me, that's the power. So I really get... Um, What's the word? Not irritated, but I always ponder when somebody thinks, you know, uh, streamlining a process and resulting in a cost save is a factor of of success. The effect of success is what other opportunities then have you created, you know, as an an outcome of that. And I think that's the conversation that we need to have. You have to reinvent yourself. Absolutely. Coming from, you know, the pandemic, we're still in it, by the way. The reality is a lot of economies, specifically in developing countries, are still struggling. And I think the power for us is to say, how do we use what we have with the systems that we've got to ensure that we are able to repurpose people? And repurposing sounds like a, you know, negative word, but it is about how do we reskill and ensure that Mm. people are still able you know, to have those skills that matter, that mm. are future relevant, and that they are still playing a part in the economy. Correct. In a nutshell, Balisa, in a word, it's innovation. It's really to become innovative, isn't it? Innovation, being adaptable. That's it. Being forward thinking, mm. constantly sensing to see what are the things that are actually going to disrupt my industry today mm. that I need to start thinking about solving mm. for, for tomorrow. And if you don't do that, you will be left behind. Absolutely. We know so many examples of companies that were just, you know, really, they didn't survive, you know, the last two years. And I think for us, you know, we really have that that responsibility to say, what else can we do to ensure that there's sustainability, you know, at different levels and to ensure social inclusion, you know, Uh, the continent needs it, our country needs it. Reminds me of the buzzword that was doing the rounds during the past two years. You mentioned COVID and you mentioned flexibility. That buzzword was pivot. Remember that? Pivot, (laughs) So not to put you on the spot or anything, but uh, I mean, so the Leadership Summit kicked off yesterday. Today Mm. is day two. You are on today's panel of speakers. But, you know, from yesterday and perhaps today's program, um, who particularly stood out for you as a speaker and and in terms of their their topic? Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to sound very biased because I used to work with this person uh, in a previous life. But Lincoln Molly for me, speaks to my heart, my mind. Um, his leadership journey is one that I can listen to over and over and it helps me when I'm having my own moments of, you know, struggle in my own experience to say, this is actually bigger than me, you know. Um, and so for today, really excited to hear from Tandi. You know, um, there's a lot, I think, at a national level that needs rewiring. Mm. Um, there's a lot of things that I think we need to do differently. And so I'm particularly interested in hearing from her, you know, what are their thoughts, you know, around just managing, um, you know, the fund and uh, what are the opportunities for us as corporates as well, you know, to step in and do more. And that for me are the things that are really, really key. Just, just jumping back to yourself, what can uh, folk expect from your presentation today? So I am going to ask reflective questions. Okay. Um, I am going to share a little bit about the bucket of competencies that I think are important for leaders in this era and to possibly set the scene, you know, just and and appreciate the three shifts that I think the workplace, you know, has been impacted by that are still relevant and are going to continue to be relevant. And, you know, of those particularly for me, it's employee resilience as a competitive advantage, the fact that we've got the dispersion of workforce. So it makes 
the work of a leader really complex, you know, in this in this day and era. And, you know, lastly, what do we do to then ensure that, you know, leaders really show up, you know, as mm. servant digital leaders uh, in this era? So, you know, we've been conditioned by movies and television to reference the stock exchange as a place where a crowd of grey suits <laughs> stand around in front of this big digital screen, uh, shouting all things numbers and finance. And I always used to wonder, where are the ladies? And I thought, no, they must be up uh, in that corner office because ladies don't scream. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you find uh, that that reflection? Is it an accurate uh, depiction? And also, I mean, you know, just in that dynamic environment, what is it like being a female? Listen, the JSE is where we have fun. It is where you will see yourself. In fact, it's one of the reasons I opted to go and serve there. We have to set a good example of what we want to see in society. And so we are very clear and deliberate about promoting women. Our CSI strategy is certainly developed with the gender lens in mind. And in fact, the people that we support, we also insist that this is one of the focus areas. Some of the things that we advocate for in society is around non-gender based violence to ensure that we make our mark and put our voices behind those things that matter. So it's really fun. Leila Fauri is a wonderful leader to work with. Um, Everybody is welcome to show up as themselves. And for me, you know, before I started, I used to be so intimidated, honestly. Mm. But ah, please, you know, now that I'm in there, I'm just having too much fun. Easy as pie. Easy as pie. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you do mention, uh, oh, Charlie, you've got one more question. No, 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 no. I wanted to say, you know, I mean, you mentioned uh, that it is a cause that is bigger than ourselves mm. and that it's important to show up for society. I would just like to state, you know, categorically that as a young, I'd like to still think of myself as young, young black female, you are certainly representing. I am completely inspired. And as the mom of a 13 year old young black girl, I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm really just filled with such pride. Please continue to fly the flag high and keep that flame burning. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. That is what keeps me going. I always oh. think about who is watching. And my son is also one of those who oh. encourages me every day. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks for, thank for joining you. us in the studio. Part of the uh, Nelson Mandela Bay Leadership uh, Summit. Uh, Palisa, thank you so much. Cheers. Algoa FM Breakfast is the business.